You're listening to That Entertainment Podcast with Andy Leroy for Adelaide Fringe 2023, and my guest today is Shash Kapoor. Welcome. Hey, Andy. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm really, really well, thank you. Look, just before we start, I want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land from which I'm meeting you on today, which is the Ghana people of Tandania, Adelaide, where you'll be coming to in uh, in a couple of months' time. Yes. And um, I want to acknowledge their ancestors and that it um, always was and always will be Aboriginal land. First time at the Fringe? Oh, Adelaide Fringe, yes, but uh, Fringe mm. in general, fourth, fourth one. I've done three at Perth. This is the first time I'm taking my show to a different city, to a different Fringe festival, which is Adelaide for starters. And then the year after, I'm going to tour it all around Australia. So let's see how that works out. From Mumbai with Love is your show. What kind of, I mean, the title, I guess, almost, that um, there's some certain themes there you're going to actually explore there. So what are some of the things you, you're you keen and itching to reveal to the audiences in Adelaide? Oh, that's that's an interesting question. Uh, well, uh, I think that the unique perspective of my show is just the wide appeal. So I, the show is family friendly. Um, what, what that means is there's no swearing. There's going to be no sexual references. It's just going to be a happy family show. So what I talk about is my experiences of coming to Australia and, you know, the differences I've seen over the last, like the, things are funny to me, some things that Aussies do, but then it's, it's all, it's all fun because I, I look at it, I find humor in the differences and then that's, that's what it is all about. So like, I am, yeah, I'm an outsider. I'm from Mumbai, but I'm coming with love and I'm just having a fun time. So yeah, a, a lot of it revolves around family, my family and, you know, yeah, just some weird people in my family, if I'm being precise, my parents, but <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's what the show is about. Family's always rich territory for um, comedy, I reckon. Um, one thing I've noticed with your shows is that when you come onto stage, I, I, I've seen performers, you know, plenty of comedians over the time and they get on stage, they do their routine and everybody has a good time but it's like you're actually pulling everybody onto stage with you because you interact so frequently with the audience and actually almost have a conversation with them I, I really enjoy it because sometimes I I have uh, I have done gigs where people just come and try bits but then the audience isn't there like they're there physically but they're not there mentally so then it's like you're playing a tape recorder and there's some chuckles but then there's there's no fun so if if I just bring everyone in talk to them and because I'm not embarrassing anyone or calling anyone names people are usually like up for it like okay he's he's a simple bloke he's he's smiley he looks nice so yeah might as well talk to him and see what what you know where he takes it i've noticed that um you know one of the things you do like you say you don't actually con people and you don't kind of make anything personal but you do actually notice things around the room and you actually up i wonder you know there was this that i saw where you actually were heckled by a drunk glass that's the that's the name of the clip yeah Um, have you had many experiences with hecklers from the audience that have kind of helped you to become more open like that and more proactive? Oh, totally, totally. Hecklers are like not welcome, but some like to be honest, he- hecklers are welcome, but depending on what the, what the heckle is. Mm. Now, sometimes the crowd thinks that they're funnier than you and then they'll say something and well, turns out they are actually funnier than you. So if that is the case, <laughs> you have to acknowledge it. Other times, other times they say something really, really stupid. Like I would be talking about potatoes and suddenly they want to talk about broccolis and I'm like, bro, are you a vegan? Like, what's going on? You know, so so there's 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 such instances, but the hardest one is when somebody has a racist heckle, and then you go like, oh boy, what you know, what what do I what do I do with it? So that that's usually the the hardest one. But with, with time, I've just you know, it, it it's part and parcel of being on stage. And uh, the, the best way to deal with such things is just being nice, like a bit super nice to them, to the point where they are like, 
like damn like why am i such a terrible person you know yeah i guess when it comes down to it too the audience are there paying to see you not to actually hear some other guy who bothered to put his own show together to come and actually Was yeah exactly. too many? so uh, you know what um yeah. so but as somebody you know in australia who has a background from india you're from mumbai like what kind of challenges are there for you as a comedian uh, i'll tell you the biggest challenge i face andy is just uh you know and it, I, i really hope it doesn't come against me because in few years it will change but being relevant that can be a bit real that can be really hard because i just did my solo show in india and it was just like a conversation for me it was most of it was unscripted like i was i just had some ideas written on a paper and i was just going through the ideas and just having fun with but i had not written those jokes at all i just had premises but because i've had the same life as those people for let's say 20 odd years I did not have to be relevant. I was just I was just being me and they were being them. While for me the hardest thing about uh being a first gen migrant in Australia as a comedian has just been that I have to be I have to find areas that are relevant and people won't listen to. So that that can sometimes be hard like my my observation on let's say uh going to a restaurant is very different and it it might appeal to the to the indian crowd but to the aussies they are like now nah, my talk tell us about bunnings. <laughs> so I'm like oh okay okay okay. Let, let me let me write something we want the sausage dissol version exactly yeah, yeah. exactly so so then that that sort of becomes a bit challenging but to to overcome it what i've started doing is i'm talking more and more about my family because that is really exclusive to me and i think for most part family is something that stays uniform across the world like you you have parents you have siblings your relationship with them it's it's going to be the same everywhere in the world so that is why bringing more and more of my family into my jokes and my bits has really helped me get around it and it's getting better yeah look i i think keeping it relatable is definitely something that makes comedy so much funnier but I wonder when he went back home, you know, after 3 years of not being able to see everybody because of it. Um had they kind of had time on their hands to watch your shows and see what you were saying about them? Oh, yeah, yeah, but uh, like my dad, he's uh he's a big he's an asset. Like he's an asset to my comedy but liability to my finances. But uh <laughs> like I I I love the guy, so he knows that I make jokes on him and th- it's true like every every call I get from him it's usually about like hey uh how is the transfer coming along or is like oh well uh you know if only i had like 1000 more so it's like that's that's sort of the conversations i have with him and it's it's all in fun you know like it's in fun i really want him to retire he's worked his ass off his whole life to help me get australia right so i think it's it's good that he gets to now finally take a bit of a back seat work less me and my mom are you know we 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 working full time so we able to take care of the house and things like that but every time he calls me it's for money and it's true i'm not even making this up so then when i talk about this on stage well <laughs> his only option is to laugh but sometimes he's like oh well now you're capitalizing on my habits so i'm going to charge you a bit more <laughs> i'm like ah oh. yeah he sounds like a millennial to be honest he sounds like the teenager that you actually never really signed up for oh yeah totally totally he is he's one he's one tall tall bald millennial millennial yeah we can we can call him that the bald millennial <laughs> Well, good luck with tackling that one, hey? Oh, I I don't think I'll be able to tackle that. I just have to surrender. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, maybe get a get a second bank account that he doesn't know about, hey? Oh, uh, see, but this is this is a good thing for everybody listening to this. I know sometimes I whinge about this, but hey, when when the sad day comes that dad has to go to heaven, guess who's getting all the property? 
me oh. right here. So it's, it's not bad. It's not a bad investment. Perfect. Perfect. Good call. Yeah. You mentioned that you're actually touring the show beyond Fringe. So whereabouts are you headed? Still uh, still deciding a few. So I have, this is the beauty of comedy, right? I get to travel so much for comedy. So I've been to Melbourne twice in the last year. Now this year I am going to Adelaide in March. Then August I am going to Sydney for a week. Then I'm going to Melbourne from there. So that that is going to be my first you know, insight into these cities, like at least Sydney, I've been to Melbourne plenty of times. And then the year, once I get comfortable, I've, I've made good, good contacts in Melbourne already. So this year when I go there, I'm going to have, you know, a few better opportunities coming my way. So once that is going well, then I'm going to be touring my show, which is going to be under a new title. I'm going to take it to Adelaide, take it to Melbourne, take it to Sydney, take it to Brisbane maybe. And then of course, it's the debut is going to happen in Perth. Wow. It sounds like you're having to be very entrepreneurial aside from having to get up on stage and actually do it. Have to be. There's a business side to entertainment as well. And many people overlook it. And uh, again, my, my whole career and uh, academics has been in accounting and finance. So I help people get richer, but then I also have to make sure sure that I'm not getting poorer by the day. So to make that happen, I think these things are, are really good. They're, they're really important. Well, I guess coming back to the budgeting, your dad's really helping you with that, isn't he? He's helping you to kind of tighten your budget. Oh, tighten my budget like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> tighten my budget to the extent there is nothing left in the budget, but yeah. <laughs> so so what do you think, what would you rate as the um, the most bizarre thing, bizarre, most bizarre difference between culture and Australian culture? Oh, the most bizarre one. Oh, I'll tell you what, the most bizarre one, like now, I like I've, I've been here long enough. I have my citizenship and stuff. You're safe. I, I don't, yeah, I'm safe. I'm very safe now. So I go on stage. I still take my, uh, take my Medicare card everywhere. Like just in case somebody doesn't agree, I'm like, I'm like, rub it in your face, bro. You know? So it's, it's, it's a good privilege to have. So I, I do carry it around, but the most bizarre difference I've seen is, and uh, you know, now, now I, I am living that bizarre difference is just how late back polar in australia you know like if 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 the bin guys coming tomorrow morning you're like yeah well i'll, I'll put it out in the night that's mm -hmm. fine mm -hmm. if your flight is 9 p.m you're like yeah if i reach the airport at 7 it's good you know i'll be she'll be all right you know that that the thing everything is all right while, while in india it's panic mode if if the bin guy is coming friday morning the bin is outside on monday <laughs> Every, every night you have to go out you have to empty your shit in that bin which is already outside and then bring the smaller bin back inside so that that's the difference like if the flight is at 9 p.m we are at the airport at 2 p.m i'm like why he's like oh just to be sure just to be just to be safe i'm like fair enough <laughs> dad okay i guess absolutely like i can't i can't be late for a plane I, I was with some people once traveling and we literally had to run to the gate while they were closing doors to the plane um but i do kind of feel a bit personally attacked front bus Today's been day here, and I have to admit that at six o'clock this morning, I threw on my dressing gown and raced out as I heard the truck rounding the corner. Luckily, it was the green spin and not the garbage bin, so I had a bit more time to put it. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, people are so relaxed, like, chilled out, and it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing, you know, like everything is, she'll be all right. And it is all right. Like, look at the country, it's going well. Like, I'm sitting here by, close to the road, like, I'm seeing BMWs and Teslas fly off. Like people are doing well and that, that's, that's the mindset, you know, like they, they, they don't rush into things unless they really need to rush while, uh, yeah. So I think that that's the most bizarre thing I, I used to feel, but now I, I am living it. I'm the same. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not going to the airport until it's 7 PM for a 9 PM flight. You'll I'm, I'm an Aussie now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We get there, don't we? <laughs> We've got a lot to be grateful yeah. for in this country. Sure. 
Hundred percent. It's it's been great. It's been really great for me. Like comedy is something I wanted to do my whole life, and uh, my parents were initially they were like a bit hesitant. They were like, "Oh, finish your studies, da 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 da." And once all of that was done, I'm like, "All right, these are the two mark sheets that you were after. <laughs> this is the job and the pay slip that you were after. Now it's it's me time." And they were like, "Yeah, fair enough." And so just on all you know, being in Australia has made all of that happen. So I'm just just very grateful. You know, I have been here for the last six years now. I'm just just having a great time. So you studied accounting, did you say? Yes, I studied accounting and finance. Did parents know that when you came to Australia, you'd actually not be doing accounting and finance and be doing doing comedy instead? Or was that a, a later development? Uh, no, a, a bit of a surprise for them, 100%. Uh, but uh, th- this is what my dad says, right? Like now now he, th- th- now this is not being sexist at all, but like now he thinks like you're a man. Okay, that's how he talks to me. He's like, no, you're a man. As long as you got something which has money coming in, takes care of you and your family, keeps you covered, then do what you want to do. Just not drugs. But anything else, he's like, yeah, go for it, you know? Yeah, that, that's great advice, you know? Like to have a parent say to their child, look, you're an adult now. We've supported you this far and now it's your turn to take over. I think that's really cool. A lot of people don't get that until their parents die. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, in India, it's a bit different. You're 18, you're like, oh, well, you're an adult. Off like, what does that mean? It's like, oh, well, you have to take care of the house and then you, you see your parents chilling and you cooking dinner and yeah, like that's that's just the vibe. It sounds a lot more chilled over there in that context than uh, some of the other stuff here in Australia. So maybe maybe cross-culturally we can learn a little bit from each other as far as that goes. We 100% can, we 100%. So I think the, the biggest difference is uh, in like between the two cultures and that's you know i'm learning more and more of it is over here you're allowed your independence right like if if you're 19 and you want to go out with the boys have a fun night out come late it's chill you can do that while in india you can't really do that like your parents are like no it's our house we, you have to be home at by 10 even if i'm 26 like i'm 26 i went home right now and my dad is upset every night because i'm i'm out till 11 I'm like, Dad, in Perth, I don't come home till one. Come on, bro. You can't be disappointed in me like that. Like every day he wakes up, he's got like a long face. He's like, oh my God, what a disappointment this child is. I'm like, why? Just because just cause I did not wake up at eight? Like that, that's Indian dads, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Indian parents. If you don't wake up at eight, they're disappointed. While while uh, the the parenting, just, just on the parenting topic I've seen over here, it's like parents don't really care. Like what time you're waking up, what time you're sleeping. Like, all right, are you, are you, are you, do you, you have a goal in life? Yes. Okay. Or maybe you don't. Okay. You don't. So what are your plans? Oh, dad, I want to take a gap year, learn about the world, travel a bit this to that i've saved a bit of cash working at Macca's or some other job and the parents are like yeah yeah you know go see what's out there so just just that that you know that controlling nature is very prevalent back home while over here parents do trust the kids in you know wherever they want to take their life yeah it's like come back as late as you want but make sure you put the bins out on the way 100 <laughs> percent. yeah that's a good callback andy you should there do you comedy. Go. oh there you go i must give it a try mate um from mumbai with love is at adelaide fringe this year from the 7th until the 12th of march so you at the that's um, right. dining area at legends bar on the 7th and 8th ground floor space at the lost dice uh, from the ninth to the twelfth, so that's a that's a pretty big commitment for um for the gig. And look, really looking forward to seeing how it all goes and um, being a part of the audience. So thank you so much for having a chat today. I'll actually put the links to the tickets and the bookings up in the show notes for this podcast. And um, happy travels! And I hope your um your bank account survives your dad's next onslaught. <laughs> I'm hoping the same, Andy. I'm hoping the same. Uh, thanks, thanks, thanks for the plug. Thanks for the interview. It was great talking to you as well. And I look forward to seeing you as well as others in Adelaide shortly. 
Australia Entertainment Podcast is a Welcome Change Media production.